Hey everyone, what a special show of Heal Thyself I have ready for you. If you are viewing, you'll see the studio looks a little different. Yes, we're out in nature. We are in my backyard. This is a special home edition, right? A home quarantine show brought to you by Heal Thyself. All right, so uh, today I wanted to share with you a few things that are personal to me in my daily routine, which can be beneficial to you. And I wanna talk about what I do and why. In the spirit of being in my home, I think this will be a great thing to share. So uh, without further ado, let's go to this routine and then I want you all to take from it what really resonates with you. Okay, you all know by now how much emphasis I put on rituals and what rituals mean, right? I wanna share with you what I do physically, right? To help my physical body during the day as well as mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, right? Because we are holistic beings, we're not just physical. So what do we do to optimize and how do we optimize? Well, maybe you could take some ideas from me. I'm gonna share with you the things that I've gathered over the years that really benefit my body, my mind, my soul in order to help you all out. So first things first, when I wake up in the morning, most importantly is the no phone rule. The no phone rule, at least for an hour. And you heard me talk about this, but why? Well, what happens is our brains are in a very particular wave in the morning, right? We have these certain brain waves that are being emitted, really relaxed, really conscious, without bias. So a lot of the subconscious is already there. Well, what happens when we get those energetic frequencies from the phone? Well, that's already implementing a different sort of frequency. It's sort of distracting us. So even think about it. Think about how you feel. If you wake up and you're feeling pretty good, you got a good night's sleep, and then you pick up your phone and all of a sudden the first thing that pops up on your feed is something about the news that's going wrong in the world. Think about protecting your energy in the morning. It's the most important thing you can possibly do. And uh, I, would, I would suggest you all start it. All right, oral care. You know I love oral care. I've had different dentists on the show, some of my favorite ones. But oral care is really important. What I do when I get into the bathroom is I immediately oil pull and I utilize different uh, oils, coconut and sesame oil, sesame oil were the best studied ones at reducing that pathogenic bacteria that causes cavities, right, and gingivitis, strep mutans. So immediately I'll do 30 seconds to actually about a minute to two minutes of oil pulling and then make sure you always spit it out in the garbage, not in your sink or your toilet because it can, it can solidify and cause clogs in the pipes. And I tongue scrape. Tongue scrape is an old Ayurvedic uh, method of getting rid of all of that digestive heat, that digestive juice that's building up overnight. You tongue scrape. What I do find out, uh, what, I, what I found some of the benefits of tongue scraping, particularly are always leaving a good taste in my mouth, right? But I never have, uh, I've never had bad breath. I, ever since I've been tongue scraping, it's really important. And you'll see, when you scrape, you'll be taking out some buildup through the night. It's kind of nasty, but it's really important as part of your oral hygiene routine. Then I'll utilize different toothpaste. I spoke about the toothpaste that I love, so I use one or all of those different types of toothpaste and I'll brush. Um, and then I'm out of the bathroom and then my real routine starts. So before I leave the bathroom, I'll open up uh, an essential oil, peppermint, and rub it in my hands and take a big whiff of it, right? For me, that is the first step in waking me up. And I'm a little bit sluggish when I wake up in the morning. It takes maybe 40 minutes for me to really get my brain going. But that essential oil is a quick burst of 
rejuvenation, revitalization, right? And, and what it does is actually those aromatics are stimulating a part of your brain, particularly in peppermint that are really getting the blood flowing and waking you up. Um, hydration is the number one thing you need to be doing in the morning period. We are most dehydrated when we wake up. We lose about a liter of water when we are sleeping. And that's just minimum, just through breath and the humidity. But imagine if we're sweating throughout the night. So remember, the awakened state is the most dehydrated state. So automatically, I already have 32 ounces of water filled up. Okay, those 32 ounces, I go and I get my minerals in the morning. So here are the minerals that I use. In my search for some of the best minerals, and again, I have no affiliation with these companies, and before I even go into names of products, because I'm about to name a few supplements, make sure you ask your doctor that it's safe, right? These are just the things that work for me. I can't recommend this to you. So I use the Quinton minerals, and that's the hypertonic and the isotonic uh, mixtures for different reasons. These are purified sea minerals that are cold, micro-filtered. Okay, so they're purified, clean, and it has about 72, has 72, uh, minerals and all their trace elements, right? And it is aligned with the blood plasma, right? The same ratio of minerals in the blood plasma, uh, they share the same salinity. So what I do is I take the isotonic first and foremost. I take that one straight. And if you are familiar with these or have used them, you'll notice that they're glass vials. So you break it off, you put it in your mouth and then break the other side off and it it puts in the fluid. Um, but the isotonic one is very important for the balance of the intracellular inside the cell and extracellular environment, what it's bathing in. It's really important to have a proper ratio of minerals because minerals are everything. And here's why minerals give that body the electrical potential, the charge. We are electrical beings. We need the proper ratio of minerals in our body, positive cations, negative anions. We need these minerals flowing through our body. Why? We're like little, think about a cell, cell phone, cellular cells. We have cells in our body, right? And they need to be recharged. Just like a phone, when you're on battery three, it's red, you need to recharge it. You think about that. How do we recharge our body? Well, having an abundance of minerals. This is the combination. Abundance of minerals, exposure to the sun, and feet on the ground. That creates the potential that is recharging us. This is why I talk about grounding and sun so much, because that's two parts of the three-part equation of getting in the minerals in your body. You gotta get minerals in your body, do it in the morning, right? Okay, so I put in the isotonic one, and it's really important. The isotonic is a nice one because it helps promote also not only the intracellular and extracellular environment balance, but also helps cognitive state. What it does is in your nervous system, helps balance it and create parasympathetic parasympathetic balance, right? Sympathetic being, you know, when you're running away from a lion, parasympathetic being rest and digest. Then I take the hypertonic and I put that, hypertonic is the brown one, isotonic is the white one. These are the minerals that you add onto your water, right? So uh, I'll break it, add the trace minerals in, and these are helpful at just rehydrating, re-nourishing, replenishing ourselves. So boom, by 20 minutes of waking up, I'm already rehydrating and getting my body's electrical potential going. All right, so now I'm buzzing. I'm pretty good. I'm on a hydration kick. What do I do? I put on some music. I gotta put on some music. So there's, I did a whole music show. So after this, listen to the music show and you'll hear about the therapeutics of music. But I put about 120 beats per minute. That is what starts getting my blood flowing. And there's actually measurable physiological changes, right? The rule of thumb is basically anything that gets you moving and dancing is what you wanna hear if you wanna wake up. But there are measurable physiological changes. There'll be changes in respiration, heart rate, and blood pressure. And you wanna get that blood flowing. It's the morning, right? you gotta, you gotta tackle the day. So listen to uh, your, my music playlist if you, if you have questions about what else it does physiologically, but put together a morning playlist, that's what I do. I have my Spotify morning playlist and uh, it's maybe 100 songs and they're just shuffling and I know they're all, they're all gonna get me going. So automatically that's like my little baby cup of coffee. 
And then I go to my fridge and I start taking the supplements that are really helpful for me in the mornings, the ones I take on an empty stomach. Okay, so you heard me speak about the Quicksilver supplements before. I think they're some of the best ones out there. I visited the lab in Colorado. I met with the CEO. I went to the uh, R&D department, quality control, really good company. All right, they use liposomal delivery. What does that mean? Liposomal delivery means it's basically a vehicle for getting supplements into your body, right? Not all supplements are absorbed readily. So it uses something called a phospholipid layer, just like your cells outside of cell member science and biology phospholipid bilayer. It utilizes that bilayer to either hold in fat soluble or water soluble nutrients. Regardless, it's more efficiently getting these nutrients into your body. So here are some of the ones that I use by them. One is the glutathione one. You heard me talk about glutathione so much, especially with the immunity of our respiratory health. We want to, especially in this time, we want a strong immune system, strong respiratory health. Glutathione has been shown to be helpful for that, as well as liver health. Noto Bravi, this is a formula that I love by them because it's helpful for the brain and the adrenal, right? Uh, at this point, and you all know that I went through mold uh, sickness last year, so my brain is slowly healing and recovering back to where it was, but it needs some support, and of course, in the morning is when you want to fire up your brain to get going for the day. So I, I start with the brain and the adrenal. We know that stress is coming inevitably during the day. So you want your adrenals to be ready with that stress and your brain ready to be uh, ready for that focus. I take Lipocom by them. This is, uh, is heavy in GABA and that's a neurotransmitter that calms me down, right? So it's already putting my body in a uh, relaxed state. But focus, not sedative, but focus. That's a really nice formula I like. Liver sauce, we can all utilize support for our liver. These are nice herbal formulations to help support our liver detoxification. NAD Gold. This is one that I probably wouldn't have taken in my 20s, but now in my 30s, I want to help support longevity. NAD Gold is really important at mitochondria health. Mitochondria is really important at producing energy in your body. Longevity. It activates not only the strength and it strengthens the mitochondria that exists, but activates and creates more mitochondria. Super important. I use that and I use True Niogen, both NAD supplements that are helpful for that. Um, the other one I use is the one. The one is basically an antioxidant, anti-stress formula. It's a really nice longevity and mitochondrial support formula as well. And then I'll take some CoQ10 and DHA, usually from Vivo Life or now Alchemy. And the last morning supplement that I take is the Neo 40. This is, uh, Neo 40 is basically a nitric oxide promoter in the body. So of course, remember I talked about getting the blood flowing? Well, this opens up your blood vessels and starts getting that blood flowing, right? Now I did a, I did a show talking about athletic performance and I talk about what nitric oxide means in getting blood flow and athletic performance. So I know as I'm ready to go about my day, I gotta get my blood flowing. Okay, so by now, I got my cells feeling good. They're supported, they're vibrating. My brain's strong, my adrenals are strong. I put my nervous system in balance and now I'm optimizing my energy flow and I got my blood flowing, right? These are the goals, right? And I usually feel it, I'm buzzing. This is when I make matcha. Now you all know I love matcha, right? So uh, this is about the time where I start putting together my ceremonial matcha, which is starts my rituals for the mind and the body. Matcha is an antioxidant, liver protectant, anti-cancer, anti-inflammatory, right? Um, Peak and Encher are the two companies that I use, uh, both test for pesticides and heavy metals, and it's really important because your matcha should be vivid green. Uh, they should not be oxidized and, and plain matted green or even gray. Uh, make sure that your matcha is vivid, vivid green, all right? Starbucks and Dunkin' or whatever you're getting at cafes are probably not really good quality matcha, I can almost guarantee that. There are good brands out there and I'll be doing a matcha review shortly. Um, but I do recommend ceremonial matcha or however you use it. I do ceremonial because it begins the ritual. I have the I have the bowl and I have the wooden whisk and then I'm becoming starting to become very present at what I'm doing. I'll go outside and drink it. Here's why. I speak about the cortisol awakening response and this is basically 
uh, within 20 minutes of getting sun hitting your eyes because that's going to help balance your morning cortisol. It's really important to set the rhythm for cortisol throughout the day. Cortisol is your stress hormone. We don't want cortisol super high, but we want it high in the morning. Okay, and we want it low at night. So cortisol awakening response is very important. You might have heard me talk about it before. But this is the time where I'm outside with my matcha, feet hitting the ground, and the sun's hitting my eyes. Now I'm buzzing, for sure. Now I'm feeling good about my morning. I'm feeling good about my day and my year. All right, so now is when I go for my walk. Now, I speak about the importance of walking at setting your nervous system also. Mind you, if you can even get in everything up till now, your physical body is really good for the day. Now imagine getting in a walk. Getting in a walk is going to set that sympathetic nervous system, parasympathetic nervous system balance. So now, if you already got that movement, that blood flow, moving that lymphatic fluid for the day, then you're in a really good place. So before I step out my house, I do a quick little stretch. Usually, I stretch my chest and my shoulder girdle. I have these bands that I put over my head and behind my back because Think about it, we're on the phone, we're on a desk, and we're curled up. And we talk about the importance of that. Dr. Stephen Lynn came in here and spoke about how your posture dictates your breathing. And if your breathing is off, then the rest of your body's off. So you wanna make sure that, you're making, that your uh, shoulder girdle is loose, your chest is loose, and your back is strong, and your posture is really, you're, you're very aware of your posture. Now here's the key that I do to the walk. I don't like walking with anyone in the morning, and here's why. This is when I set my, my my brain for the day. I go on my mindful, I call it a mindful walk. I utilize all my senses except taste, right? Seeing, seeing, touching, smelling, hearing. And I become very focused in those and I become less focused on any thoughts. So I don't think about my day. I don't think about where I need to go, what I need to do, who I need to call. Forget that. Try to become very meditatively, mindfully focused. Why? Again, that's setting your nervous system and then that's putting you in a pace of being very in the now. When you're in the now, your cortisol is, is, is where it should be. Nice, balance, your whole body is functioning as a whole and your brain is functioning as a whole. So make sure that when you do this walk, take my walk is 10, 15 minutes, right around the block, but I do a very mindful walk. I don't listen to music, I hear nature, and I just become super hyper-focused, all right? We got that going. Now, if you don't have time for a walk, what you can do is get a rebounder. Those are the small little um, trampolines and you can just jump on that for five minutes, right? Let's say you don't have time for a walk but you wanna watch the morning news or listen to a podcast already. Use that re rebounder. What that's doing is moving your blood, moving your lymphatic, your lymphatic fluid. We've been, we've been using that for breast cancer patients uh, for lymphedema. When the lymphatic fluids build up, it helps move all that lymphatic fluid. It's really important. So if you have a family history of cancer, it's really important to get that rebounder, especially in the breast get that rebounder, or if you don't have time for a walk, or if it's too cold in your town come the winter, get a rebounder and start doing some stuff at home just to get that blood flowing. Do some push-ups, do some movement, okay? All right, I know this may be a little bit much at this point, but do what you can, right? We, we already tackled the physical body, we're already starting to move, and now we're moving into the mental emotional part. And this is where I talk about, and I've done the show on rituals, about the importance of the, the rest of the stuff. And you can do this in any order. But I want you all to understand, you got to get your physical right in the morning. The hydration, if you use supplements, getting the blood flowing, getting the lymph flowing, getting the cortisol right, right? Nervous system right. That's the, that's the physical. Now the mental emotional, that's your thoughts, right? That's, that's, that's in your alignment. Are you right for that? It's two different rituals. So once I start those, and you don't have to do them all in the morning, you can do them at night too. You could split them. But 
Journaling is very, very important at putting your unconscious or subconscious thoughts on paper. Uh, very important because what you're doing is if you don't have anyone to talk to, you could talk to your journal and hence talk to yourself, right? Because if you're writing it out, you're able to see from an outside perspective what's going on on the inside that you're not addressing or saying out loud. So journaling is really important at some point in your morning. Obviously, I talk about gratitude. That's, that's one of the most important things, knowing what is, seeing what is. By, by being grateful for what is now, you're able to open up space for that which is to come to you, right? What you wanna create. And that's been a practice of mine that I really push for everyone. Affirmations, what are you gonna affirm? What do you want to affirm? What do you wanna create, right? I am blah, I am this, I am that, I am creating this, I am realizing this. Think about the things that are really important to you. You can even journal it and then speak it out loud as the other part of your exercise. Make sure you do that breath work, really, really powerful stuff. You could do breath work and meditation in the morning. Um, I prefer meditation in the morning because if I do it at night, I tend to fall asleep. So make sure you're doing your breath work and meditation in the morning. Now, the show on meditation was really important one for me to put out because I think it's really a powerful tool that we can all use. Meditation not only activates the part of your brain that is reduced anxiety, peace, sense of well-being, right? It actually activates and grows that part of your brain. And guess what? It shrinks the part of your brain that is fearful, right? That is angry, that is anxious. It's interesting because the brain is plastic. It moves, right? It's malleable. So when you're meditating constantly in that practice, and you could do a guided meditation, that's wonderful, or you can meditate yourself, but getting into that mode, and I'm telling you, the first time is gonna be not easy, that even the 10th time won't be easy, but if you consistently do it, that's why it's called a practice, at some point you start getting into the flow and then you see those benefits come into your waking life. Whenever you're doing these rituals, try to take some time to be in some sort of nature. We know that if you're inundated in nature, you're getting nature's antioxidants. What that means is this negative ions are coming into your body, right? I spoke about this in grounding, I spoke, but we see this in Japanese studies, the business workers who actually went outside during a walk during the lunch break or stayed in the office, the ones who went on a walk had reduced amount of oxidants in their body. Literally, nature has an anti-inflammatory effect in your body, which is incredible. This is why I say, start that anti-inflammatory effect early in the morning by inundating yourself with nature, right? So if there's a trail by your house, get by the trail. If there's grass by your house, get by the grass. If you live in New York City, find a patch of grass. Just do something to immerse yourself in some nature because it'll be really important. Try to get some quiet, try to get some nature, try to get some breaths in. Obviously, take off your shoes. I speak about the grounding, so, so important. Remember what I talked about, sun, grounding, minerals. That's how you recharge your body, just like you recharge your cell phone. You gotta do it every day, that's without a question, all right? Just the very act of having a structure that is dedicated to myself, both physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, has been game-changing at not only my health physically, my also my mental, emotional health, but also what I'm able to create, right? As a powerful creator, you're able to actually have the self-awareness to understand what you're doing to self-sabotage yourself, remove that part of you, and start implementing the parts of you that are more powerful, that are more creative, right? That are more enthusiastic, that are more aligned, and that are more infectious. And we all have the ability to access that. So I'm asking you all, if you heard anything in this routine that resonates with you just a little bit, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, that resonates with you just a little bit, start implementing that. Start making that time for yourself because I promise you, you write it in the reviews how it changes your life after a month. I promise you, ain't no one gonna be like, Dr. G, that was the worst advice. This is actually the best advice I'm gonna give you. All right, I love you all. Look, we're gonna have an amazing, amazing guest, right? David Nurse is one of the most powerful 
people with his words I've ever met. And he's so motivating. This guy's got me hyped up like crazy. I want you to listen to this segment very closely because he's gonna get you running out of your chair and starting your life anew. All right, everyone, today's special guest. Oh man, this is a good one. Look, I get, I notice that I bring a lot of my friends on this and then I realize all my friends are brilliant. All right, so David Nurse is the man. He's an MBA coach, he's a motivational speaker. He's a friend of mine. He always corrects my language to put it in more positive light. And that's his pivot perspective. And David, man, welcome to the show, bro. Absolutely honored to be here. It's been a long time in the making. It has been a long time in the making, it really has, yeah. You're actually my first guest that ever came to my home to do a show. This is the first one here at the home, ever. at the place. Ever. This is the place. It might, you might never go back to the studio. Like I saw, I was telling you, this vibe, this is the this vibe. ambiance, this is you, man. This is a blessing in disguise, not being yep. able to go to the studio. Yep. You, you know what you did? You pivoted crisis for opportunity. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so, so, okay, hold on. So tell me a little bit. All right, you got the book here. I have everyone here. Pivot and Go. This is the book that you just gifted me that I'm going to read this weekend. Okay. But this, what do you mean by pivot? What is this, what is this whole pivot perspective? I think I know a yeah. little bit, but we need to learn more. So pivoting is about looking at something from a slightly different perspective that can change your entire perspective. So it's not like a big overhaul change. Change is very daunting for people. But if you look at things that just taking a little turn, a little pivot, mm-hmm. and it can change the entire trajectory of your life. And right now we're living in the most crazy, wild time, basically, ever Mm -hmm. in our lives and everybody's feeling a bit stuck whether you're stuck at home whether you're a parent you're homeschooling whether you can't go to your job in some way we're all stuck Mm -hmm. but that's very daunting if you think like oh my gosh i'm stuck if you slightly turn your perspective with what i call mindset pivots yeah everything opens up yeah i love that and this is the best opportunity now because we have like every single day opportunities to pivot when it comes to work, when it comes to, like you said, like tutoring your kids at home. Mm. Uh, there's so many opportunities now to do that. What What are some ways you've pivoted your life early on before you even developed this whole like pivot perspective? Yeah, great question. So this is basically how I got into realizing how important pivoting perspective was. I poured everything I had into playing in the NBA. Like Mm -hmm. literally every waking hour was, how am I gonna make it to the NBA? And being 6'2", unathletic, unable to basically touch the rim, it didn't work out so well for me. But my parents were supportive, they probably should've told me to play golf or baseball or something like that, but Uh here I am wanting to be an NBA star, and I had no backup plan. Even when I was in college, I gotta play college basketball, no backup plan. And I was playing overseas in the second division, Spain, Mm -hmm. which is more like that movie semi-pro with Will Ferrell. <laughs> so it's kind of like a joke to everybody else, but I'm here poured in all these extra hours, like yeah. two-a-days and stuff, and I get cut from this team in second division Basque area of Spain where they don't even speak Spanish, like most obscure. Mm-hmm. So not only my NBA dreams not there, I get them all turned upside down on my head, rubbed in the dirt, and there it is. Like mm-hmm. everything that I put into life was gone. Mm. Like my dreams were gone. So I came back was living on my parents' recliner chair in Kansas City about four months of feeling bad for myself. And my mom would always say these little mottos or sayings and stuff. And usually I was like, nah, whatever, it's just pointless. Yeah. But she said one that stuck with me. She said, David, when one door closes, four open in a whole beachfront patio overlooking the ocean. Mm. And I was like, it's almost like too crazy that it stuck with me. And I realized, you know, that's true. The door of playing in the NBA closed 
but actually all the work that I was putting into myself playing in the NBA and all the details mm -hmm. and extra hours wasn't so I could coach and help others, learn all these little intricacies to be able to help other people mm -hmm. fulfill their dreams and coach and make it in the NBA. That was a massive pivot. Massive pivot. That's not even a baby pivot. pivot. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. That was, yeah, that was a big drop step pivot right there. So now are you working with clients and helping them with mindset or how are you, how are you distributing this, this, uh, which I love the perspective. How are you distributing this to other people? Like how are we getting in touch with this new mindset of even like day to day, like there could be something I wake up in the morning. I'm like, Oh God, I can't really, I don't want to do this right now. Like, just these little pivots. How are you reaching these people? Yeah, so the mindset pivots in this book is based on 29 days, 29 different mindset pivots. 28 is the amount of days to make a habit. But habits are great, routines are great, but we want to make it a lifestyle. Yeah. So 29 is your choice to make it that lifestyle. And they're different, different perspectives. Like I'll give you one for example. You said, I wake up and I don't really feel like doing something. There's a mindset pivot in there. It's called mental dictatorship. Okay. And I went through years and years of actually timing this with a timer. And it takes 17 seconds for your mind to kick into gear. Once you start something, after 17 seconds, you can finish it. Mm. So just having that power of knowing, oh, I only got to make it through the first 17 seconds. Then oh, yeah. I can do it. Then oh, I'll get through wild. there. So that's one of them. There's different ones that I have. I have, it's a, it's a big time blueprint tool where I give you these mindset pivots and different action steps and I have different sayings like the younger you mentality mm -hmm. and I'll have you place it in a certain area around your environment setting up your environment so take you for example you wake up you go to your bathroom mirror and you see a picture of yourself when you're eight years old and just joyful like yeah, your joyful moment and all yeah. those dreams that you had like you can live in that type of moment yeah so what a lot of it about mindset pivots is just continually to affirm yourself, to affirm yourself in the, the gifts you've been given. Because an, another one, ch a chapter that I love is, is the foggy mirrors. Mm. So we all wake up every morning and we have self-doubt. We have doubt if, if we really deserve to be doing this. We have the imposter syndrome mm. and our, our, mm. foggy, our mirror is foggy. And we get the choice to take our hands and wipe it away. And the best way to do that is continually to live in these affirmations of, of knowing that we have a gift. We have an absolute gift and we can share it with the world. That's, mm. that's why we're here. It's like that self-awareness. Yes, self-awareness is the key to confidence. Right. I teach, a, that's a great point. I teach a lot on confidence to NBA players. You would think NBA players would be super confident, you know, they're in the NBA, the best of the best, but it rises and falls, missed shots, bad games. Yeah. But that self-awareness of knowing that it's not about the results, it's not about the points per game, it's not about whatever your your standard of results is it's the self-awareness mm -hmm. of who you truly are mm -hmm. when when that mirror is swiped yeah. clean yep. so it's really just every single day being able to wipe that mirror clean yep. and you've given us some tools in here to do that right oh, yeah so then what are some of the things that block us from this self-awareness what are what, like how has society put this how, yes. how does it cause us to not remember yeah, yeah. our truth Bill, great question and this book is it redefines what success is for you like su success is not the same for everyone and the world's going to tell us what we think the instagram success should be mm -hmm. or the the financial success and it's that's going to drive you nuts like if you have something that you have to hit this level for you to be happy you're done it's never going to happen like yeah. if you look at examples 
the richest people ever to live. Yeah. I mean, Steve Jobs, like yeah. he was miserable. Yeah. So why do we think we're going to be different? Yeah. And this, the book is of these mindset pivots are, are meant to help you redefine your success, redefine your confidence, mm-hmm. redefine in what joy is to mm-hmm. you as well. So mm-hmm. you can live in the, like, and, and another thing is we have the self-doubt and we always think like, we can't necessarily live that ultimate life that we want to live, mm-hmm. but you really can. Yeah. Like you really can. I'm not just saying that in a cheesy way. Yeah. Like even another, like looking at these things from a different perspective and another pivot for myself was when I was coaching in the NBA, I thought I had it made. I was 27. I was coaching in the NBA. I took the Brooklyn Nets from 27th in the NBA in three point shooting to second when I got there mm-hmm. was set. GM said three year deal, like set. And then at the end of the year, new coach comes in, oh. everybody's gone, brings his whole staff. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm just miserable, heartbroken. Like, there it was. There was my dream, and now it's taken away from me. Mm-hmm. But the, when one door closes, four open, and a whole beachfront patio overlooking the ocean, now I get to live in L.A. I'm married to an amazing, beautiful uh, wife. Yeah. I get to do what I love to do every single day. Yeah. It's just, it's just it, how you look at things. Yeah, you know? it's true. There was a time where I was living in San Francisco, and um, – I was in a situation where I was just coming out of school, just building up my practice. Imagine living in San Francisco. It's like the worst place to move when you're building a practice. (laughs) You know what the rent is like. (laughs) So it was tough. I was making ends meet, man. And it's like, I was living in a place with, like inevitably was moldy and it was, it was just horrible. And at that very moment, I made a choice that this is not my reality anymore. I'm not going to create this reality anymore. So I repivoted what my story of self-worth was myself as a doctor, myself in relation to money and abundance and creating it. And awesome. those three pivots completely exploded everything. And I moved to LA and it was a wrap. Like it, it, I moved to a place most in alignment with those pivots. And, and I mean, I never thought about it like pivots. I was just like, I'm changing my mindset. <laughs> yeah. But pivots is so much easier to say because yeah. we think about like in basketball, we stop and go somewhere else that's why, that's free for us, you know? Yeah. That doesn't have those defenders blocking us. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, like now in retrospect, I'm thinking about things that I've done in my life and I'm sure that you know, people who are viewing or listening can start thinking about places they've pivoted. Yeah. Have you ever heard any, anyone like, when it comes to their physical health, even make pivots? Yeah, and, and what you just said right there, I need to touch on first is you said, hey, I, this is what I want for my career. This is what I want. This is how I'm gonna treat finances. Mm-hmm. And you were specific about it. Yeah. You're like, this LA is the spot for me and this is exactly where I wanna be. You, you spoke it into existence. And yeah. I'm really big on the power of speaking things into existence because when you do, then your actual tangible goal is, is out there mm-hmm. and you know what you want. When people say, I wanna be successful, I wanna make a lot of money, what does that even mean? Yeah. But you knew what you wanted to be and you lived in that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You lived in like, that's who you are. Mm-hmm. Like just real quick, real quick story is, my uncle coaches the Toronto Raptors. They won the NBA championship. Mm-hmm. First year head coach. Mm-hmm. So everybody's like, man, he struck lightning in a bottle. Like, you got lucky first year head coach. No. When he was coaching at Grandview College, a small, small school when he was 23 in Iowa, he had a picture of himself being an NBA champion head coach. Mm-hmm. And he lived in that, like, viewed himself as that to every coaching job he had, every obscure country he was coaching in, popping popcorn over mm-hmm. in England. And taping ankles and stuff, but he was that person. Twenty-seven years later, it actually became mm-hmm. it became real. Yeah, and I'm I'm always in I'm always in like the understanding that what we what is what is our perspective and the vision that we have 
yeah. inevitably at some point starts materializing so long as you continuously feed that with intention and every single day perspective, right? Like I remember when I was, when I was wanted to get into this one dental school when I was in college, I cut out University of Minnesota emblem and I had it, one in my car, one in my bathroom, one in my room, and one like which was mobile that I carried with me nice. when I sat in every single school desk and I put on the top left corner, there's an M, a gopher, golden gopher M. And uh, after, I mean, like three months, yeah, I got the call of like, we want to give you a scholarship to go there. And I was like, holy moly, like, that's amazing. <laughs> I was like, what, this, this stuff actually works? But it's yeah. because, I, like you said, I lived in that understanding that like, I, I looked at pictures, I was looking at apartments already. You see what I mean? Like yeah, I was doing the sure. things to make it such that when it did come true, everything was set, right? And that's, and that, those are like little pivots, little pivots, little pivots, little pivots, all of a sudden when it comes, boom, you're there. So spot on. And I'm just gonna have to question your goal of wanting to go to Minnesota, that being the spot, like, just like UCLA or it was, something, Pepperdine, something like that. It was but, one of the hey, better respect, schools. Respect, respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what, to answer your initial question too about changing mm -hmm. your, your health and mm -hmm. nutrition and your body through these type of mindset pivots, it's absolutely possible. Like it's, it's about understanding what you want, what your goals are, just like we were talking about our goals for life. Like, yeah. hey, maybe your goal is to lose 10 pounds or get in better shape, whatever, but make those goals specific. Mm -hmm. Like you want to be 9% body fat or something like that. And then you just take daily steps to getting there. Mm -hmm. You take, you, you have a blueprint and you take daily steps knowing that it's going to take a while. Yeah. If you think something's going to happen fast, it's not. But, but honestly, after you do it for 28 days, you've built that routine and what, what better time mm -hmm. to build routines and habits and make it a lifestyle than right now like I hate when people say I'm going on a diet like that's a that's a negative term it's mm -hmm. got a negative connotation it's, it's it never works mm -hmm. but if you make health a lifestyle like, you can absolutely do it yeah I'm bringing in more health to my life and yeah. and 28 days so so uh in 28 days people are building these routines what are some of the tips you give for people to like start their routines because let's say me all of a sudden I'm like shoot yeah. I want to lose some weight yeah. And I, and I'm like, I'm going to go on a diet, you know, like yeah. how do I, how do I start putting, implementing those, those actionable things in my day? And what yeah. tips do you give for people to start? One step at a time. If you try more than one thing a day to add into it, it's going to become overwhelming mm -hmm. and you do not want it to be overwhelming. You know, those, like they'll say, Hey, add this morning routine. It's like 37 things. <laughs> and by the time you're done, you're ready to go to bed. Like, yeah. no, it, it'll never work. But you find what works for you. Like even in, in workouts and exercising, like I tell people the best workout you can do is the one that you do. Mm -hmm. Find something you love. So figure that out. The exercise, what do you love? Do you love boxing? Do you love swimming? Do you mm -hmm. love lifting weights? That's going to be your thing because you're enjoying doing that. Mm -hmm. And if you don't enjoy it, you're not going to do it for long. Same thing with nutrition. Like I would say, I would tell you, hey, trying to lose weight. Like what can you substitute that you're eating right now yeah. for something else that will be healthier, maybe less calories that slowly over time is going to – help you get to where your goals are right and then I would say yeah you got to make you got to make your goals super specific like mm -hmm. just for example I made a goal I made a, a bet with a friend to, to get down to 8% body fat through quarantine and I started at 18.5 and just took daily steps to get there daily steps to get there and got there whoa I think I saw that picture and I was like who's this fitness model I don't know that's just Dave on my Instagram story yeah I was like I was like wow good for you man that so but but that's a big feat, man, like to lose that much body fat. So, so you think for us, really, it's like, don't get overwhelmed and understand what you, what 
aligns with you best. And the, yeah. the crazy part is for diets, people like take this culture of taking away things and then they're just left with, you know, stuff they don't like. Yeah. Right. But like you, you're, you're submitting, let's substitute. Yes. Substitute, find, find what you know, isn't what is helping you become the better version of yourself. And yeah. there's always a substitute. Yeah. People don't know. People think like, Hey, the only way to eat healthy is, is chicken breasts and broccoli mm -hmm. and stuff. No, you can make salad. Salad, yeah, mm. salad. I'm eating great meals daily. I'm having Japanese sweet potatoes, roasted Brussels sprouts cooked You're by my feeling wife. Good. Oh yeah. my gosh! Like I look forward to every meal. Yeah, and it's all stuff that that is nourishing. Good for me, nourishing, nourishing yeah, exactly. to your body. You know, I'm huge on my like. Yeah. I I think I started off talking about like a lot of physical, but I understood at some point that mindset is everything when it comes because physical is just like the little iceberg part of it and mm -hmm. then under is like well what's your relationship to yourself and others and are you living in harmony with yourself alignment with yourself um and are you doing your soul's purpose right do you what do you suggest some of us can do to like help us get in touch with like what we're to do like why we're here what like how can we yeah. can like express ourselves and be aligned because like you're doing something in alignment it comes out of your pores yep. how the heck can we find that from to ourselves Absolutely. you know well first off i would say move here to the okay. <laughs> vibrant just looking at you yeah, in this yeah. area no but it's it's all about finding your passion like what is your passion and and everybody's is going to be it can be different and yeah. then really pursuing what that passion is knowing that it hey it's not for my own gain but it's for being able to help others yeah because there really is no better feeling than when you know you've helped somebody else yeah. and you've helped them improve their life mm -hmm. and as much as we want to think it's it's what we can get out of it it's what we can give out of it mm -hmm. so it, it's it's finding your passion not letting anybody say that you can't do it mm -hmm. not allowing the overwhelm to set in and being like, oh, it's, it's too long away, uh, far away. Mm -hmm. It's literally the, the 10,000 hours rule is, is true. Like yeah. it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. It's one of my favorite quotes, but it's so true. If you want to become great at something, you want to become great at your passion, you have to put in the hours. But and the good news is it, the joy is in the journey. Mm -hmm. Like if you love it, if it's your passion, mm -hmm. yeah, you don't mind it. No, not like at all. I, I love it. I loved living out of an airplane in a car, running basketball camps all over the country and all over the world because I just loved that. Yeah. And, and, and that's just having passion and doing, and doing what you love and knowing that it's, it's for a, a bigger purpose than yourself. And I have a, a strong belief in God and Jesus. And, mm. and I feel like that is, that's, that's what I've been called to do is mm. to be able to help people find their joy in their lives. And, having that bigger calling is is so much powerful than just thinking that Steve Jobs, you're doing it for money. Yeah, and you're, you're not the first person that has said on this show that um, your passion is always like, what do you do in service of others rather than like, what are you getting from it, right? Like, it, like you and me, that's what we do. Yeah. We serve others, but we love doing it. Yeah. And it comes out of our pores and people feel that and at, at some point that success starts unfolding as what you're saying, like 10,000 hour rule. The, you, you don't count the hours when you're just like in it, right? You don't count your hours, you're running yeah. basketball camps. Um, the conditions may not be like you're, you're on a plane and you know, you're yeah. in, a, in a car, but you're still loving what you're doing. So I, so I tell the viewers and listeners, can you identify even at whatever age, something that you've always loved doing and something you can give others, right? And I, and I say like, if you, if you love dogs, 
and you love walking and you can help people with dog walking, like there you yeah. go. Like think about the small things. Don't even think about the money yet. Just think about how you can create that in your life. And then money always comes. Exactly. You, can, you can't be, cons I know it's easy to say that we've been able to yeah. become successful, but like even when we were going through it, like yeah. we don't, we didn't worry about the money because we knew, I mean, it was going to come. We were enjoying what you were doing. Mm -hmm. And if you get stuck up on that, like what does living a rich life really mean to you? Does it yeah. mean doing what you love or does it mean making a couple extra thousand dollars a year? And yeah. it's, it's always going to be doing what you love. And, and you hit on a good point of like, we've been people who do things for others and want to serve. Like, it's not like we just changed that way and it's easy to say that now. Like, oh, we're set, we're mm -hmm. good, now I'm going to help others. No, be the best person you can be no matter what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I have a chapter in the book, it's called Wave Your Towel. It's about one of my friends who I played with in Greece, actually, Aaron Baines, and he plays, he's been an NBA for a long time. Mm -hmm. And he came over to play for the San Antonio Spurs and literally, like, he said he was going to be the best towel waver in the NBA, like the best teammate possible. Cause he was the 12th man on the bench. Uh -huh. Like he was fighting for his life yeah. every single day. Yeah. And he was just waving his towel like crazy and crazy. And he ended up winning some championships when he was there and ended up getting a, a huge deal with Detroit and Boston, then Phoenix. Yeah. And he's, he's one of the best teammates in the NBA yeah. because he made that mindset like, Hey, maybe I want to be where the superstars are, but I'm going to do the best I can with what I have given right now, and mm -hmm. the rest will come. Mm -hmm. And the rest did come. And the rest did come, and he's still playing in the NBA. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I always talk about, like, what is your level of, like, blind faith, unwavering faith, something that is there that you cannot see, the intangible, and how, how you understand that you, you can create based on, you know, all that passion and perspective that you're putting out there, then that, that comes. But sometimes it's hard. It's hard, yeah. You know, it's when I was living in San Francisco, I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do in LA. <laughs> I don't know how this is gonna start. Yeah. I don't even know how I'm gonna make money. All I know is the rent is not that much cheaper than San Francisco, and I gotta make ends meet. But the blind faith was there. Yep. Because you, you feel it. You feel you can you can give. You can do something big um, for humanity and yourself. So um, I, that's what I tell people. Like. Just, just, just have some faith that something's there for you. Yeah. You know, it's gonna, it's gonna work out. It'll materialize the way that you expect. And just, and just jump and go like you did. Like, jump off the cliff and your wings will come on the yeah. way down. Like, it's you're gonna fail, you're gonna mess up, but it's, it's all for what's gonna lead you to the right path. Mm -hmm. No path was ever just straight. Mm -hmm. Every path is a curve, mm -hmm. just like trying to get to your house. But it all leads you to the right spot. And if you have the understanding that that where you end up is where you're meant to be mm -hmm. like you will go through these failure times and realize that wasn't for me yeah. hey it wasn't for me to coach in the nba yeah. it's for me to be out here yeah. maybe there's a complete different life pivot coming yeah but i know it's going to be the right one and i know that anytime i get the opportunity to bet on myself and take a risk i'm going to take it yeah because even if i fall flat on my face i know something that didn't work yeah. and i can Pivot. There's a huge part of us, like mentally, what we want may not be different with what we're here, maybe different than what we're here to do. Yeah. Right? So, like, yeah. you wanted to be a basketball player, but maybe deep down in your mission of why you're here wasn't to, you know, give people the pleasure of watching you play basketball. But, and I'm sure it's wonderful, we'll play ball one day. But, but it's really to, like, help the masses and write a book, you know, like, yeah. that's, that was your calling. Yeah. So, again, like, we sometimes we want things mentally, and it's not necessarily why we're here.
Yeah. So like, can, can we attune to why we're here? For sure. And, and that's such a good point, too, because I thought that was the calling, too, is coaching mm-hmm. NBA players. But the more I was around them and I saw that I was bringing consistent energy and joy mm-hmm. daily and it and they started becoming more joyful like yeah. dude how are you doing this and yeah and it was just who i was i was like i'm much you know what i'm much better encourager and motivator uh-huh. and helping people like actually change their lives in that aspect than i am really the x's and o's and all mm-hmm. the dribbling moves and stuff like that and you're not lying because i saw one of the stories when you were in japan and everybody was having the best time ever and you were there, right in the yeah. middle. Oh, yeah. All these old Japanese men, you're yeah. making them laugh, <laughs> eating sushi. I was like, this guy's, this guy's spreading all love to everyone he meets. <laughs> That's it, man. It no matter if you're a basketball player or you're 90 years old in Japan walking down the street. Like, yeah. Why not enjoy where you're at and enjoy your life you have? I love that. So what are some of the things you do for your physical mental health? Let, give us some tips so we, so we can tap yeah. into the knowledge of David Nurse. Okay, we'll start you off in the morning. So I wake up, the first thing I do when I wake up is I take a three-minute ice-cold shower. Oof. So I know that 17 seconds, I'm going to get through it. And first, I, it wakes me up, it invigorates me, but it's also something hard that I know, like, ah, I can get through that. Yeah. The rest of the day is a piece of cake. It's true. Yeah. Then I'll go into my gratitude, my prayer time. I'll have a Bible reading that I read. Mm-hmm. I'll journal. I'll have amazing coffee. It's really important you have a, a good drink or something to eat that you look forward to. In I, the do matcha. I do matcha. I do matcha. Matcha, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll have that with my prayer time, and then I'll do a workout. Like, I want to get it done early in the morning because the, the rest of the day can get kind of wild, and I also mm-hmm. feel like it gives me much more energy, clarity, mm-hmm. and just the, just the I got it done, mm-hmm. I did it. So that's, that's my mornings, and then, man, I have affirmations scattered all over the place. Like, in every, my wife will tell you, it's literally everywhere you look, mm-hmm. there's something, some kind of saying, like, Today could be the best day you ever lived or yeah. things like that. And it's like, oh, all right. And if I'm out of that mindset, subconsciously, I get kicked back into that. Mm-hmm. So I really focus on setting up my environment for mm-hmm. positive affirmations, for my goals. Like I've got a picture of myself, but the head cut out, put on a person speaking in front of 100,000 people mm, yeah. on the fridge because I'm speaking that into existence. Yeah, and it's going to happen. It's going to happen, yeah. yeah. When we can get back with people and normally, it's going to happen. 100%, yeah. yeah. Or it'll be a Zoom talk for 100,000 people. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what I do. Um, Part of your kind, ritual. Kind of the main things. Okay. And then, I mean, I just, I make sure that, that, like, one of my biggest things is I can work too much. I can try to do too much. Like, we know as entrepreneurs and people growing our own businesses, sometimes it's tough to shut it off. Mm-hmm. But I really try to make a make an effort and make sure that I do it, that I sh- shut it off. Have a time that I shut things off, mm-hmm. just be with my wife, put the phone down, focus on her, completely That's good. enjoy the time with her. Because, I mean... All the time with her is much better than the time doing anything else anyway, so. Yeah, that's true, that's true. And how about your, so you talked about working out. What about physical, like, what do you take in, physical health? Like, some, do you take some, some supplements that you really like or, uh, or some foods that are really like your power foods? Yeah. Yeah, what about yeah, your physical yeah. part? Okay, so I, I mean, I have the foods that I like, and I have it based on uh, carbs, fats, mm-hmm. proteins, and I know, I, I pretty much know exactly, like, what works best for my body. I'm just body. trying to find out get 80% body fat. That's what I'm trying to find out from you. So just give so, me the secrets. All right, all right, <laughs> no, no, no. So, so the morning <laughs> No, I have pro- protein. I mean, I just, I, I stay away from processed carbs. I mean, yeah, more of the sure. things that I stay away from is, is the, the bad oils, the poofa oils, processed carbs, mm-hmm. sugars. And when you cut that out, like really it just, it, it changes your whole energy. Yeah. It changes your physique. 
And then if you want to get really specific, I mean, add in more carbs, I'll have a day where I just eat a ton of sweet potatoes. It's kind of like oh, my refeed. Right? Yeah. And it's a great day to look forward to. It's uh. like, you know, people look forward to a cheat meal. Yeah. Like I find my healthy thing that I know I can indulge in. Yeah. And I have that. Sweet potato cheat meal. Man. Sweet potatoes from Air One, Japanese sweet potatoes. They're good. Ooh. They're great. <laughs> or sourdough bread from Lodge Bread. There you go, man. Th that's all we need. That's all you need. So, <laughs> so okay. So that those are some of your power food. Do you take any supplements? Because I know a lot of people who listen take some supplements. Yeah. Fish. I'm, I'm a fish oil guy. Whey protein. Um, I'm a probiotic. Uh, turmeric, curcumin, mm -hmm. ashwagandha. That's usually about the the main that I stay with. I, I, yeah, I talked about turmeric the other day on the show, so the I love. Changer, man. And especially for you, athletic, moving around, anti-inflammatory. Yeah. We just want. I wanted to get the physical side Ooh, too. Like it. Yeah, we got a lot good. of mindset. No, this is great. Yeah. But a lot of physical stuff. Yes. Okay, so I guess I guess part of the last part that I want to talk about is um, how. You gave us some really good mindset stuff. You gave us some really physical stuff. I, I, and you talked about not being overwhelmed. And I know that some people may feel overwhelmed because they, they see you radiant, motivating, eating well. The very first step you said is taking small little pieces, mm -hmm. right? Like whatever we can start with and then doing that for how long? 17 seconds? 17 seconds and then you get through it, yes. And, and then you're, you're, so 17 seconds, you're literally ready like your mind is ready. Yep. Try it next time, listeners, try it when, when you're working out and you don't want to work out. Just start it. Put mm -hmm. a timer on. 17 seconds through that first set. You're going to make it through. Okay. And then on top of that, is there anything like tangible? Do you, do you recommend maybe like daily logs or something yes. or calendar yes. checkoffs? Or is there anything that people can start really doing tangibly? Absolutely. I have my big three. So it's three things that I'm going to get done every day. Like those are going to be my main three focuses. And I do those, I write those out the night before when I go to bed. Nice. So that I, when I wake up in the morning and I'm done with my morning routine, I don't have to wonder, all right, what am I going to do? Boom, 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 there it is. And so those are what I'm going to attack the first, the main things. And also with the understanding if I don't get them done, it's okay. Like it's not going to happen every day. Like you're not always going to take that step forward. Yep. You're going to take a step back. That's okay. And so those are the, the big three. That's a tangible thing that you can do every single night. And then you, then you check it at night. Mm -hmm. Hey, did I do it? All right. If I didn't, it goes to the, the next day. And I'm, I'm really big on writing down your super specific goals, kind of like we were talking about. And then, like you did, carrying it with you. Mm -hmm. Like I'll tell people to write it down, put it in your wallet, whatever, on your phone. You're going to have it with you all the time. And I want it to be super specific. Yeah. Like, for an example, one of my NBA players, Domas Sabonis, mm -hmm. he's – he was a he was a six man. He was coming off the bench, and he he wrote down he wanted to be an NBA All Star in 2020, mm -hmm. which was this year. NBA All Star from a bench guy to an All Star. Wrote it like specific. Big, big goal. Do it. Big goal. Did it because he was living in that. He had that with him, and we got to have the tangible things. Yeah. Like it's all great to say like oh this mindset and all yeah. this stuff, but give me some action steps. Give Hell me yeah. some tools. Hell yeah. And and I love the Simon Sinek's and the the what's your why? Find your purpose. But I want the hows. Mm -hmm. Like how the heck am I gonna actually do I got my why. Now what do I do? How do I do it? Yeah. So the big three, writing down your goals and then the affirmations where you put whatever your favorite mindset quotes is mm -hmm. start with five mindset quotes, put it around your house, mm -hmm. you're gonna see it daily. Or get pivot and go, and you'll have 29. <laughs> there you go. Exactly <laughs> where to put them. Amen. Thank you, my man, for coming on the show. Actually, coming being the first in my yes. sacred space. There you go, man. And uh, pivot and go. This is out.
right? It is out August 4th. August 4th. Okay. Yep. So everyone on August 4th, check it out. Where? Amazon. Amazon. Website, davidnurse.com. Mm -hmm. Anywhere books live, it'll be there. And your Instagram. You put stuff up Instagram, on there. Instagram, David Nurse NBA. Same with Twitter. Same handle. Podcast. 1% podcast. This I was on it. Has been on the yeah, you 1% gotta, podcast. You got to hear it. That was a good. Yeah, that was a good interview. Ones. One of the yeah, most I, highly. Yep. I love it. Let's 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 do another one we soon. Absolutely, do another one. So thank you for coming, everyone. Check out the book. I will be reading it and and reporting back. I know it's going to be amazing. But thank you for so much the information. We appreciate you, man. Dude, you're the best. Thank you for having me on.